0: welcome to episode 27 of tim talk the podcast about the dc Animated universe co-created by bruce tim i'm chris lord i'm Kimber dexter and uh this week we're talking a little man who killed batman we're talking some mudslide uh one of those two episodes i thought was pretty good you didn't i love both of them i thought they really? were great yeah I, I don't know i think there were things there were pieces that i liked about mudslide it felt really slow
1: I, would, I was kind of just happy to have Clayface back. He's, I think he was one of the better villains in the beginning. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, and, yeah, it, it was nice to see him again. It was an interesting kind of story with him. That I remember the last episode we did a lot of parallels between him and the Spidey, Spidey 3 Sandman, and I feel like oh, yeah. it still feels a little similar to that, but
0: I don't know. It does, I, I yeah. like his... I mean, you know, I'll give them credit for they make him still kind of sympathetic right that his motivation is not just uh greed or chaos or like that but he actually wants to get his life
1: kind of back on track just without batman's help yeah just refuses i, don't. I don't understand i don't know i guess he's just cuz he doesn't really have i mean yeah batman kind of electrocuted him yeah before but he's but offering a hand and you know he has the technology to do it he
0: could so i don't know why i i don't i don't know but uh I did love, I really loved The Man Who Killed Batman, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it's another uh, Deanie-Tim collaboration. Right. It's, so, I, I, was Deanie just, like, their go-to guy for the Joker and Harley?
1: I guess so. I Especially for these flashback episodes, I feel like, Absolutely, he was.
0: Yeah, because I, I was doing some research on this, and I guess this, that episode started with a, a debate between the two of them, between Dini and Tim, about whether you could have an episode with almost no Batman in it, where he's gone for the majority of it, which clearly they can, because they do it well. But I feel like we've had other episodes like that, too. Yeah. That, actually, a lot of Dini episodes. Okay, it! I was hoping I could leave my window open uh, so I can get some cold air going in here. I'm going to go close this real quick. I'm not going to edit this out, by the way. You have to talk now, Cameron.
1: Nope, we're cutting this out. <laughs> You're
0: just going to fill the time.
1: Nope. So we're going to put the commercial. Actually, hang on. I
0: guess we go with that I don't know how my air conditioning would be if I turn it on.
1: That's fine. Well, it's an hour. Yeah. Uh, okay, I've come back. Um, yeah, so we've had a couple episodes similar to this. I mean, the very first one is the. Um, early episode that we brought up a few times now where it's the intro to Montoya. And oh, it's, um, Point of View. Yeah, the three different Point of Views of the Batman. Uh, and he wasn't in that one very much. He was in more than this episode.
0: Yeah, well, th- and there's also, to Joker's Favor, which he's... Yeah, Joker's
1: Favor, and then um, he's... I mean, you see him, but he rarely talks in uh, Almost Got Him.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's kind of in the, the last little yeah, bit. Yeah,
1: he's more of the supporting character as opposed to the main character. And that's what he is here. He's a supporting character in his own show. Yeah. And I kind of like it. I think they do it well. They understand the world well enough where they where they can do that, where he doesn't need to be a prominent figure and people still understand, you know, everything that's happening.
0: Yeah. It's, I don't know, it's it's a lot of fun. Like, um, it's clever. I. So I, I love because the main guy it's uh, Sid the Squid. Sid the Squid, which apparently is also a character on the Animaniacs. I, I looked him up. He's just a squid-looking dude. I don't think he was okay. in it for very much. That's just something I found. But I, I like it because he somehow these guys can use character tropes and they work. I don't know if it's just because the context, because it's animated. But I mean, this guy is just your typical clumsy, constantly over his head. Just stumbling, bumbling, fuck around. And it works. Yeah. Like he's he is likable.
1: Yeah, and it's I don't I don't remember who voices him, but it's uh oh, it's I not the I've voice heard. that I would associate with that. It's I don't know why, but the first voice that comes to my head when I see this character is Winnie the Pooh's voice. <laughs> uh, just that like oh me, oh me, oh me. Um but that's what I, when he, before he started talking, that's what I expected to hear. And I think because it wasn't that, like, like, he he was definitely very um, kind of weak in his, in his, both stature and his, how he holds himself.
0: Yeah. Cause, like, even his first introduction, he's, like, running through the rain and he's, like, he keeps tripping and falling throughout the episode. I can't remember if he trips and falls in the beginning. But, like, he gets to Thorn's house and he's dripping wet and he sits on the couch and gets water everywhere and, they just—they very quickly set him up as being this kind of weird underdog character, mm-hmm. and uh, and you know, of course, we're—they're setting up the fact that everyone assumes he killed Batman, and everyone's like shocked about this—that this guy of all people was able right. to kill Batman. And
1: it, they almost most of them don't believe him because at the end of the episode, we see we're just gonna jump around as usual. Yeah. Um, when he tells this whole story to Thorne, Thorne thinks that he's this criminal mastermind. Yeah. And they're like, you're just here to take over my business the only way I'm going to let you out of the city is in a, is in a body bag. And it, it kind of parallels, um, the secret of Bruce Wayne. where, oh, where strange. Right. Tells them like <laughs> he is Bruce. they're like, no, no, no there's no way that's no. possible.
0: Yeah. Cause all, all Sid the Squid really wants is just to kind of be respected. Mm-hmm. And he kind of gets that respect initially. And then it all just goes completely to shit. Um, because, yeah, the, the flashback he tells is that he's just basically going to be the fall guy for this this theft. Mm-hmm. He's there just to basically get Batman's attention, which he does. Um, we spend, I, I love how we spend a, a whole bunch of time on what I refer to as Chekhov's propane tank. So we know we're going to come back around oh, yeah. to that. But, yeah, they just like, they get in a fight, and it, it appears on the ground like he can fight and he can't, really. But it looks right. like he's giving Batman a good tussle. And then, just basically by circumstance, the propane tank gets crapped like cracked open and explodes and everyone's like oh fuck you kill Batman
1: it's yeah like, he ends up with his cowl um,
0: yeah yeah which that's a they do a lot of cool imagery with that like just the the cowl and the cape um you know they go straight from there to like some bar some club or something like that and he's got it like mounted on top of his chair like a right. trophy cool imagery yeah actually
1: and it, it prompted this idea for me of what is it like to be a bartender at like a criminal bar Oh yeah, because obviously the, there's like a tussle that that starts out between the gang members and just like the generic muscle heads. Yeah, some
0: muscle guys like, oh, if I take out the guy who took out Batman, then like, I'm the toughest. Yeah, guy I'm the in toughest Gotham. guy in Gotham, and this big fight breaks out. But yeah, I, I, are you referring to like that great moment where uh, one the bartender? Of the guys, yeah, just, <laughs>
1: just pushes a glass off the counter. And he's like, meh, and it just falls on the guy on the ground, just to knock him out. Yeah, I, it would be constantly entertaining, but. It'd be more fun to be the bartender than the bar owner. Oh, absolutely. So to, like the bar owner, be like, no, guys, let's not. He's like, why would you even open a bar yeah. for criminals? I mean, I guess you
0: run the risk of getting, like, shot or beat up or stabbed. And like, two-thirds of the, of the time,
1: the money's more likely counterfeit.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely true. But I guess if you're getting – no, but your tips might be counterfeit. That's the problem.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Would you
0: expect the criminals to have, like, some bit of honor for, like, no. a bartender at their – Not at all.
1: No. Maybe a little bit. I mean, maybe some of the not Joker. I, well, I guess we don't has, see Joker yeah. there.
0: No, he wouldn't go there.
1: Um, Penguin wouldn't be there. No, maybe no. Uh, would Two Face just double the tip every time? Would he Depends give you like twelve? That's true. Yeah, <laughs> be a tip or no tip.
0: You're going to get a generous tip or maybe shot twice. Yeah,
1: <laughs> very little middle ground with him. Right. Uh, yeah. I want to know about the that's that ABC. That's your next show. Is, oh my god! Make, yeah, make the. Are you still watching Powerless? No. Okay. I, I, some some people have said it, it's getting better. Um, uh, maybe when it's over, I'll I'll binge through it just for okay. just for two
0: days, just to see. Yeah, I mean, because I love him. I I just listened to the Empire podcast that he was on. Not the, the okay. Empire podcast. Fuck the uh, Nerdist podcast. Okay. He's so damn funny, and he's, he's like such so a cool, wonderful. Yeah, yeah, he just seems so delightful. Like. And everyone else on that show, I, I really want it to be good, but it mm-hmm. just, I'm like, I can't.
1: I don't know. I'll, I'll give it another chance later. Yeah. It's not worth it right yeah, now. Yeah, too much is happening now. Yeah. And by too much, I just mean Riverdale.
0: <laughs> Do they, oh, totally tangentially. We'll, we'll,
1: we'll save that for, for uh, I, 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 uh, I, I just
0: have one quick, because okay. we're not really plugging those. One quick question for you about Riverdale. Do you think they can sustain this? Oh, no. Because like we're, we're only seven episodes in, and it feels like the storyline has been going on forever. Yeah. And like, what is it going to be a 22 episode season and we're like a third of the way through and we have made almost no progress whatsoever in terms of the show. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I can stick it out, man.
1: Well, yeah, it's sorry, I, you on. Um, I think they'll I, I assume they'll solve it by the end of this season. And then the next big thing is going to revolve around Veronica's dad. Probably. I, I bet he's going to either get out of jail or they're gonna find out some corruption with him yeah. at the end. And then they they've set up these like loose strings they can start to pull right. up later. The, there's you have... lots of
0: story to pick up on. It's just I, I I I'm already getting to the point where I'm getting antsy for them to just like move on and like
1: But you can just you can kinda say the same thing about the whole Archie franchise. Like how yeah. long did you expect a group of high schoolers that started a band to last in a comic world, yeah, especially that's true. in the '50s when it was flooded by superheroes, yeah, and then in the '60s when it was flooded briefly by the um, by the monster genre,
0: and then oh, that was right. shut
1: down because superheroes needed to be back on top.
0: Yeah, Oh, God, I don't know. I don't know if I can. Uh, we'll see. Don't know if I can stick it out.
1: Of, know, we'll see. Yeah, uh, I mean, still I'll, watching I'll with, stick it out for us. Yeah,
0: still watching the fucking commercials, but. Anyways, uh, what else is happening in this, this
1: episode? Uh, so the bar tussle uh, happens. Yeah. And then... Oh, then you all
0: get arrested. Right. Yeah, and then uh, This Harley... is our first
1: appearance of Harleen.
0: We haven't had her backstory uh, yet. I guess we haven't. Did she have one other? Wasn't she? Oh, I guess she was out of makeup to pr- portray a cop.
1: Yeah, at the on Joker's favor. Right, yeah. but mm-hmm. Oh, that's right, yeah. I but guess, she never says her name. This is the first time we're, we're introduced to Harlene Quinzel.
0: Yeah, which I thought that was... I guess, yeah, if they haven't really given her a backstory yet, I guess it kind of works that she would show up and use her real name. Because if you would think the police would know who that is. But I guess they wouldn't necessarily, yet, if she's never gotten arrested. Right. Which I don't know if she has or not. I can't remember. But, I don't know. Yeah, I do love it, though, because, um, yeah, so she comes in and posts... Sid the Squid's bail. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she has that great joke about Bullock where it's like, "Do I? you look familiar. Have we met before. It's like, oh, yeah, I served you a subpoena. As I recall, it was a small subpoena. Mm-hmm. And then walks out the door. And Bullock just clearly doesn't get it. And, oh, God, I love Harley. She's so damn funny. Yeah. But it's great because then this leads to uh, the Joker basically having a funeral for Batman at Ace Chemicals. Mm-hmm. Very fitting. Also,
1: I love his hat. I don't know Who's why. Hat? Joker's hat.
0: What hat is he wearing?
1: The same one in Joker's favor. It's the thin brim. Oh, the, the
0: same one that he's oh. wearing in Phantasm. Yes. Too.
1: Yeah. Oh, that is a I good hat. I love that hat. I don't know why. I think that's, It doesn't work on anyone else except no, Joker. This has been in the comics, right? I think. I'm sure it
0: has. Maybe Killing Joke? I don't know. I feel like I've seen it other places, but it's a great look on him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because it, it, it gives it that nice, like, really contrasted face oh, where they can really dig yeah. into those shadows.
0: God, and they do such a good job with him in this. Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. obviously Paul Dini always knew really well how to write for the Joker. Yeah. But I feel like Mark Hamill just keeps getting better and better. Oh yeah. Doing this. Like just the manic mood swings and the weirdness and just the the jokes. Like he is legitimately actually funny. Yeah. Which you can't really say for, especially more modern versions of the Joker.
1: Yeah. And especially in this episode, you see the duality of Joker where like he meets up with, Sit the squid and they go out and they're like, We're gonna test to make sure you actually killed the Batman. Uh, oh, I forgot about that whole sequence. Yeah, and so they go to a yeah, jewelry store. That's right. And Joker's just sad. He's like, He's supposed to be here by now. And he's like, why isn't he here? Yeah, and he's, uh, and he basically puts everything away. Like, Har- or Harley's about to walk out with all the jewels. She's like, no, put it away. This isn't fun anymore.
0: Yeah, what's the point?
1: Yeah, there's no pun. I think his line was, um, what's Gotham without Batman with there's no punchline anymore. exactly
0: yeah and you know there's always been the idea that uh, Batman needs the Joker but i think even more so the Joker needs Batman absolutely cuz what really what is the point if he doesn't have someone to go up against, someone who is so serious.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: All the time. And I, guess, I mean, I guess Lego Batman explored that idea really well. Oh, I wanna,
1: yeah, I was going to bring that up. Yeah. Like, where it, it, <laughs> is, it is this kind of romance between yeah, it them. Is. It's a, It's a really
0: adorable bromance. The, yeah. like, I, I think in a lot of ways, Batman's the only person the Joker actually loves. Absolutely. Doesn't love Harley. No. Clearly. I think she's just kind of there for, for entertainment and have someone to kind of push mm-hmm. around.
1: Oh, yeah. I drew the hat. You drew the so hat. So you can see. <laughs> I forgot I drew that during the episode. <laughs>
0: It's a good drawing. No,
1: it's not. Don't, don't <laughs> applaud that. Um, a <laughs> little, little bit uh, of hot. So, yeah. So, he, he throws the funeral for Batman yeah, at Ace Chemicals. Yeah.
0: They, uh, they just put the cowl in a coffin, and they also throw Sid in there, too. Yeah. Because he, he,
1: yeah, he blames Sid for yeah, ruining Sid took
0: Batman friend. away from him. Yeah. You know, killed his only love. And uh, there's that great uh, homage to Wrath of Khan when they're playing Amazing Grace as the, the coffin rolls down the conveyor belt, but it's done on a kazoo.
1: Yeah, I wanted to bring that up. Whatever happened to kazoos? I don't know. They just vanished. I feel like after after recess ended, I never saw a kazoo again. Uh,
0: I think you should bring them back.
1: I'll do my best. Maybe it's because, like, after... Once Disney stopped showing Recess, that was kind of the rise of the the vuvuzela. What is it?
0: The vuvuzela.
1: Vuvuzuelas, right? Isn't it vuvuzela? I don't know those Fucking stupid whatever. African horns.
0: Yeah, well, that because was the uh, the World Cup, right? Right. Yeah,
1: <clears throat> that was what 2006. Those became popular. <sighs> yeah, I
0: feel like uh, no, a little. I feel a little beyond that. It was
1: right before the Olympics because they were also at the Olympics, uh, so it would have been six or seven.
0: <sighs> Wait, but there was World Cup this? I don't. Fucking, I don't know. I remember them I in know. college. I don't remember I don't them Sports in high school. Sports is what we're talking so, about. Yeah, I know,
1: right? cartoons.
0: Clearly our area of expertise. Um, but I, what I love, too, is... uh, So I guess when they... They had to get that kazoo rendition of Amazing Grace in one take. Because as soon as it was done, just the whole crew just busted out laughing, could oh. not, could not oh, stop really? to get a second take in. So they just had That's to get, amazing. they had to get the one. Cause I mean, you would imagine like you're in the sound booth and Arlene Sorkin's there playing amazing grace on a kazoo. It's so good.
1: I would have loved to see that. <laughs> uh, the other little tidbit I had for this scene, I don't know if you saw this one, uh, Joker's line as they're pushing it in, you know, as they put the cowl in the coffin is today's the day. The, the, or no, what is it? Oh, um, the clown cries. Yeah, today is the day the clown cries. Which What's is that from? It was a movie that was almost made, but then was cut at the last minute. It was a, uh, what is it? A, Larry, a Jerry Lewis movie. Oh, okay. About a clown that goes into a concentration camp. <laughs> you can just imagine where it goes from there. Dark. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um. And then, yeah, the movie was cut for. Pretty obvious reasons. I think this yeah. was one, it was almost made in the 70s. Okay. Um,
0: so they never actually shot it? Like, it was in pre, and they
1: just... I think they made it through a decent amount of production. Okay. Because it's, it's famous for never making it to theaters. Oh, so I okay. think they made it pretty far in before shit. it was just pulled.
0: That'd be some heavy shit right there.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it remind There's the... Um, Who's that really famous, that famous Italian actor? Oh, that was um, in one good movie. And well, then he was. It, the like movie Pinocchio. was Life is
0: Beautiful. And yes. then it was Roberto. Benigni, something? Something like that. I don't know. I have I'm to be open, so I can always just look.
1: I feel like remnants of that movie were placed in the Life is Wonderful or Beautiful. Or Le- yeah.
0: Yeah, Roberto Benigni. Yeah. Which I saw, like, all but the last, I don't know, like 15 minutes in class in high school mm-hmm. that would always happen like we'd watch these like really you know great but intense movies and miss the fit like i've never seen the last 15 minutes of schindler's list for the like the same thing we watch it in class and it's great mm-hmm. and then i miss the last little bit and just knowing how heavy it is i haven't gone back to go watch it again yeah god damn in high school <laughs> get
1: your shit together oh uh, we started talking about nazis what were we talking about before that oh the uh, funeral the funeral scene <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, one last uh, quick fun fact about Nazis and Steven Spielberg.
0: <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of heri- like, heritage, history there. Uh, um, uh, uh.
1: There was actually, this is very close to my heart. There was actually a planned sequel to Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, where he was, uh, it was supposed to be a prequel, kind of of how he became a TV star. Yeah, and it was gonna have him fighting Nazis. Uh, and Spielberg was completely against it because he just finished Schindler's list. Yeah. That so he was never going to make Nazi the bad guy in a movie again.
0: Yeah, that's fair. But he did such a great job with them. And, I know. And Raiders and The Last Crusade.
1: Yeah, but then I guess he just switched to Russians because then he did Bridge of Spies a couple of years ago.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. And the, uh, the Maligned King of the Crystal Skull. Yeah. Hey, we've got a fifth one coming down the pipeline, though. I hope it's
1: Legos. Oh, my, That would be great. That's the... that's. I think it's the obvious choice of how to continue that franchise. Yeah. But I don't know how that all
0: works, though, because you notice that with the exception of, like, one brief cameo in the Lego movie, there's no Star Wars licensing. There's no Disney licensing. I know. Yeah.
1: But that hasn't stopped companies before. There's, they always have a way to work things out.
0: Yeah. Yes and no. But, like... So you imagine like Roger Rabbit, like that was the last time that you got like the Warner Brothers Looney Tunes characters and the Disney properties and, like and that's Hanna actually Barbara.
1: only because of Steven Spielberg.
0: Yeah, he got them all together. But there, I mean, there's no way something like that could get made now. Everyone is I know. so, so covetous I know, of their IP I want it. I know, but I mean, it it just has to exist as this awesome little moment where all that stuff is able to come together, but it it can never happen again. I mean, I think Lego is the closest. I mean, Lego Dimensions were getting like everything, everything, which is awesome. Um, And the movies were getting tons of stuff, but, you know, a video game is different than a theatrical release movie, and it was only Warner Brothers stuff.
1: Which is different from a TV series, because they did, there was a Lego Frozen special last, or this past Christmas. Yeah. That did horribly because they didn't market it well and they didn't get the core Lego team to do it. Oh. So it just looked bad. Yeah. What's the point then? um, And yeah, they did a Lego Star Wars thing a few months ago, which did better. Yeah. But I think if Disney wants to do this collaboration, they need to jump headfirst in and not just kind of make these things side projects.
0: Yeah. But I think it comes down to just licensing. It's like you, you put out a movie like, lego batman and then all of a sudden you have to start paying royalties to another company because you're putting their stuff in there and mm-hmm. these people just don't want to don't want to share i know so i mean yeah because there's like the lego star wars like the freeloader adventures or something i don't know what it's called on disney xd yeah haven't watched that you
1: do, you know what, do you watch star wars rebels uh i've seen a couple episodes but i i it's on right. my you're list not, that's right. you're not a
0: huge star wars guy like you
1: yeah i don't know it's on my list it's really I'm working, good. I'm working I'm working my way up.
0: It's really, really good. I, know. I think I haven't watched it yet. I think yesterday's episode saw a reunion of Darth Maul and Obi Wan Kenobi. Like uh, old Obi-Wan Kenobi.
1: Uh, I know. I'll watch it. You gotta get I on know, it, man. I'll it's, watch it. It's so good. I'll do
0: it. It's so good. Um So Batman's funeral. Yeah, Batman's funeral. Great scene. Yeah. The Joker cries. He does, yeah. And it, I mean, there's always the sense that everything he does is a little bit sarcastic and it's played a little bit for laughs, but there's actual genuine emotion there. Like you think about it, this guy's whole purpose has just gone out the window. What does he do with his life from now on? Like he lives first and foremost to antagonize Batman. Crime is just an avenue to do that. So where do you, where do you go with that? Um,
1: I don't know, but yeah, he's, he's lost. Yeah. He doesn't know what? Yeah. All purpose in his life is gone.
0: Yeah. So it's, it's, I think that scene alone really made this episode for me.
1: I I like the overall structure,
0: but that particular scene is just really, really good. I mean, it it shows just how deep they go with Joker as a character. Um, But yeah, so they dump Sid the Squid in the coffin, in the vat, and he just miraculously gets saved.
1: And then he... That's him finishing up his story, yeah, right? Yeah, then he runs over. Yeah, then he goes yeah. to Thorin, and yeah, we, Thorin doesn't believe anything. He's like, there's no way that you killed the Batman and bested the Joker. Like, no one is that stupid or lucky. Exactly. He's like, no, I like, am. But I, I am. I really I am. am just that's <laughs> um, and then, of course, Batman pops in, and you find out that he's been alive the whole time and just been kind of following Sid the Squid to find out who the kind of leader is.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so um, he's been been playing it low. And then I guess it's, it's kind of a happy ending,
1: right? Yeah. because I mean, Sid the Squid ends up in prison, but everyone it, there... I think it's momentary happiness because yeah, if you... everyone in jail is going to realize that Batman isn't dead. Yeah. I, I guess they're
0: even saying, like, oh, it's the guy who almost got Batman.
1: Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, like, oh, the guy who, like, you know, pulled one over on the Joker and that sort of thing. So it's, like, momentary happiness, but you would still think that the same thing that happened to him in the bar would happen to him in prison. Yeah. So I don't think that happy ending really it's is like it's like very the,
1: long. It's like that pit My Ride happy ending. Yeah. Like, everyone's, <laughs> everyone's so happy about this car. And then a week later, someone breaks in yeah. and takes all the shit from the car.
0: Or just a week later, you realize you're driving around in this
1: Yeah. Why am horrible. I driving with a fucking full jacuzzi in the, in yeah. the trunk?
0: Who, wait, who was the guy who hosted that show? I don't remember. Because I just, I just remember the Yo Dog it? memes. I don't remember... I'm going to look it up. This is gonna, really going to bother me. Um, yeah. All right. I don't need any more of you, Roberto Benigni. Let me look up Pimp My Ride. Uh, uh, I don't. Wait, do I have any more things on this episode? Um, oh, I guess it's uh, kind of loosely based off of Detective Comics number 524, Death Grip. But in that, Sid the Squid is uh, having a delusion that he fought Batman and beat him. Whereas this works much better. Like, it's an actual, like, real situation. Right. And I guess it's kind of loosely based off of the man who shot Liberty Vance, which I've never seen.
1: Okay. I haven't seen that either. The Western. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I don't, I think,
0: I think this is kind of one of the better episodes. Yeah. I I love this
1: episode. Yeah. It it kind of has traces of Joker's favor, which we both also really enjoyed a few weeks ago. Um, Yeah. And it was just fun. It's fun when we get to build out Gotham a little bit more. It it's just
0: gets to do what you can only do in television, which you couldn't do in a movie. You can't do these kind of weird one-off stories, right? And here yeah, it's really good. Like as we go through and watch these, I, I always part of my brain always goes like, if you were to make a list of episodes to actually watch, would you include this one or not? And that's, oh, I, I would sure, absolutely. Uh, yeah, uh, this one I would. There's been a lot of ones recently where I'd be like, no, don't mm-hmm. even bother. This one I would absolutely include in there.
1: Are you, are you not including the the transformation trilogy? No, how dare you? No, I, I'm actually. If Everyone you, needs to see Cow will <laughs> become a cat. <laughs> And man-bat become another bat.
0: <laughs> I'm actually even thinking that once and we... And then the werewolf. <laughs> and the werewolf. I think once we get to the end of Batman the Animated Series, we need to do an episode that's just like a recap. And I think we're going to have to go through and have a, have a debate as to what is the best animal transformation episode.
1: I mean, yeah, if animal... If it's just animal transformation and not transformation in general. Yeah. I don't even know who. If it was just transformation, then Clayface. Yeah, probably. Be.
0: Yeah. I don't know. We're, we're going to loop back around to those, I feel like, at some point. Yeah. so fucking bad. Uh, by the way, it was Exhibit. What? Exhibit was the host of Pit My Ride. Right. I don't even know who he is. It's fine. You're not really missing out on anything. Some, yeah. <laughs> I never actually watched the show. Um, I, I would
1: always watch the first, like, five minutes where they would introduce the people, and then uh-huh. I'd watch the last five minutes where you'd see the final car.
0: Yeah, you don't need any of the shit in the middle. Yeah. It's just fake drama. Mm-hmm. It's just a car restoration. It's really not that dramatic.
1: I I know, but we say that, and HGTV is still one of the biggest channels on television. Yeah. I know. And it's the same process, just with houses instead of ratty cars.
0: There, I mean it, look, I don't watch that sort of shit. I can't. Because having worked on those kind of unscripted shows, like when I'm them watching them play out you can just see the moments where like they've had to do that take of people meeting for the first time so many times with people who aren't good actors right and it's just so fake it's so i can't can't watch it but i know people who do and there is a defense you made about having just purely mindless entertainment (laughs) that gives you like just enough drama to keep you engaged but doesn't actually have any sort of real consequence at all so that being said i hate those shows (laughs) and i used to watch them um but anything else you want to talk about with Uh, this episode
1: i think we i think we knocked knocked it all out
0: okay so uh here's where we're going to cut in the promo and uh hang on i can doesn't matter who it is this week does it i don't need to look it up Nope.
1: Hi, I'm Trevor Reese. And I'm Chris Vimbrez. And we host the podcast of Two Worlds All About The Flash. You want TV Flash? Got Got it. It. Comic book Flash? Got it. Fanerotica Flash? Got it. Under my mattress. I got it under my mattress, too. We got everything you need for the speedster of Central City, The Flash. And we got new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes and any other place you can find podcasts. We're proudly a part of the Nerdist School Network. Speedweed. Speedweed. And that was the promo, guys. Guys, you should listen to that podcast. Yeah, you should They're totally They're great. Listen, we know who that was. To
0: give me a moment. See, last week was Sequel Squeal. I have a list on my phone. Uh, oh, shit, it's Trevor's, the podcast of YouTube. Oh. oh, wait. Yeah. Wait, hang on. It may not be. Because at least what I have listed here is that there's not an ad yet for it. So if it's okay. not that, it's Your One Mission, which is another one from uh, Micah and Kelly.
1: Okay. Yeah. They're all great, guys. You should listen to it for the Nerdist School podcast system. (laughs) Uh, But whenever this podcast comes out, our second group podcast should be coming out shortly afterwards. Yeah, we recorded it. We just uh,
0: went in for for coming to the pipeline where we Mm -hmm. uh, we talk all about Logan.
1: Yeah, and you can listen to me not know anything about Marvel Comics because I'm a DC fanboy through and through. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I actually meant to reread Old Man Logan so that could be my, my bat
1: plug for this week, and I forgot to. Well, you should be reading Ready Player One, because I want to talk I'm about it. I'm still
0: reading it. I know, and you're taking
1: I, your goddamn time. I'm a slow reader, okay? Listen to that fucking audiobook. No, it's no. It's like no, six hours. No, Six hours at 1. no. 1.25 speed.
0: Super easy. I refuse to listen to things at 1.25 speed, because it just sounds wrong, and it makes me no, stressed 1.5 out. 1.5 speed sounds wrong. No, I can't even do the slight acceleration. I can tell. It freaks me out. I can't do it.
1: Oh, Stephen Fry just talks so slow in those Harry Potter books, though. Well, maybe
0: you should actually so, read the fucking Harry Potter books. I can't do that while I work. I have to work. <laughs> that's why you read in your free time, which is what I do. But my free time is like 10 minutes before I go to bed at night.
1: No, but then when am I going to watch my TV shows and my movies? Before you go to bed.
0: Yeah. Like when you're making dinner. You like make dinner, watch TV.
1: That's prime. Wrap that up. prime audiobook podcasting Like time. wrap
0: that up like a half hour if we're going to go to bed. Get ready for bed. Sit down. Read a few pages. Kind of drift off a little bit. Try and reread that page. Forget what happened. Eventually, give up. Put it down. Next day, repeat the exact same yeah. page as you forgot. The
1: now. only way, the only way I can read at this point is there's one soundtrack. There's an artist named Nigel Good, who's uh, who has this like really nice chill wave music. Okay, and it's one of those like hour long songs where every song it's a it's like a twelve song album, but every song leads into the next one. Okay, uh, which I love,
0: like the Mars Volta sure
1: yeah um and i can only read while listening to that album now because it just what? like puts me in that mindset and i don't understand it but that's all it's...
0: like you couldn't just like go like it is a, a beautiful fucking sunny day today you couldn't just go to a park somewhere, with the book sit down and read nope i'd get way too distracted oh my god man
1: you don't understand the level of add that i have
0: clearly not i've missed out on this entirely <laughs> recontextualizing our entire friendship I wish I could. I really wish I do. That really sucks. Like, that's, that's honestly how I vacation. Like, wherever I am, I just bring, like, two books with me, and I just go and find some place and sit
1: with varying levels of sobriety. Yeah, the only the only book that I've ever been able to do that with is the Scott Pilgrim franchise. Those are comic books. Still books. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Still books. The, graphic novels. They're grap- still a novel.
0: It's still a novel. For, they are different. I know. So, yeah. They're good. One's graphic. <laughs>
1: Yeah, one has pictures. <laughs> pictures are great. That's why so you I, can do that's picture why I books. work in design. It's
0: so like children's picture books. Oh
1: yeah, just plow through, through this. Yeah,
0: you should. You
1: should go. Captain Underpants franchise got that down.
0: You should go on Sam's podcast. I went on it recently, and like this oh, is what we do, yeah. like so, like Rachel reads us a picture book, and we all sit and like joke around and talk about it. You should go on that. It's a picture book. You don't even have to read it. Someone else reads it for <sighs> you.
1: Yes, it's the dream.
0: It's like an audiovisual book.
1: Ooh, it's like a movie. Yeah,
0: yes, exactly. If you flick the pages fast enough, it looks like they're moving. Ah. Yeah.
1: Stop motion is a fine form of animation.
0: <laughs> oh, it really is, though. I still haven't seen Kubo, by the way. God damn it, Chris. I know. I know. I finally seen Coraline. I'm, I'm kind of working my way through. Mm-hmm. But I know, I'm way behind on that. That's fine. That was like, I was trying to see, I mean, I saw all the Best Picture winners for the Oscars. I was trying to see the other, like, big contenders. That was one I really wanted to see. Uh-huh. But let's be honest, there was no way I was going to win Best Animation.
1: Well, though, I, I mean, I, I understand, because the one that I wanted to see was Red Turtle, which I still haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I watched a bunch of other um, kind of Japanese movies over the week, which I'll talk about in Bad plug.
0: Oh, good. I'm glad you have a lot of stuff to plug, because I got, like, nothing.
1: That was a, it was a slow week for me.
0: <laughs> okay, cool. It, uh, it was very much the opposite for me. Yeah. Um, so mudslide mudslide back with
1: Clayface. yeah
0: and you know you're right i like him as a villain i think and we'll, we'll get into the details i think what i didn't love about this episode was that it felt like this weird mishmash of like movie references and don't get me wrong i fucking love my movie references yeah these just felt weird and kind of forced and did not fit at all with Kind of the themes that were going on here. Mm. I don't know. That being said, I've never seen street Carbon, and desire, so maybe it actually is right. Totally that's that's the only
1: one that I caught. Maybe yeah. you have more that you can talk about.
0: A little bit, yeah, well, cause so but basically, Clayface is dissolving. like he cannot hold himself together anymore, which that's kind of pops up again, I feel like later on. I know it pops up as well with uh, ink, the character from Batman Beyond. She's kind of mm-hmm. doing the same thing, where the chemical process that made her who she is is then also causing her to basically just dissolve. Um, so Clayface is trying to go around and it rob another, places.
1: Another story point in Static Shock. I feel like some of the characters have that same oh, problem. Oh, yeah, that seems vaguely familiar. Once the, the Big Bang juice starts to wear off. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Bang we'll, babies. We'll, we'll, God, I love that show We'll so come much. back around in... Uh, two year. years. Yeah,
0: I think it's actually the better part of two years before we get to it. So... <laughs> Delayed gratification, came.
1: Uh... Hey, I'm having
0: to wait static. on Batman Beyond which is, like my favorite thing, but that's closer. Yeah, I know it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we're gonna spend more time with Static Shock.
1: Yeah, that four season, three, four, four, five. That is that our largest chunk of episodes? Um, no, I'm sure. I'm sure this one is going to be Batman the Animated. I don't know. I mean, because it's really
0: only like two seasons. They're two really long seasons. Yeah. I don't know. But I mean, it's a big, big chunk. Yeah. It'll be Static Shock. Yeah. So.
1: Superhero Static yeah. Shock.
0: <laughs> but so Clayface is dissolving. He what, tries to rob like a jewelry store or something. Uh, no, he's trying to rob some rich old white guy's office. Yeah. What's he trying to steal out of there? I don't even remember. I assume just rarities. Yeah. But he can't really hold the shape anymore. It's so like he'll change into someone and then he'll quickly like go right back out of it. Um and then of course wait a minute. I think I've lost track of what happens in this episode.
1: Yeah, so he, he starts off sneaking into this guy's office slash apartment penthouse. Oh, oh his really technology. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. <clears throat> That's okay, yeah. I think I know what um, happens now. Batman pops in, uh, clayface clays him. Yeah. We know he. No, does he? Yeah, he he not or he like pushes him over and then jumps out the window.
0: Oh, that's right. He pretends to be a security guard and like hits him and runs out. Yeah, and then he's like slowly dragging himself down the street. And and I ba- love this
1: scene. I do too. Because
0: Batman's basically just like walking. Like, he's walking behind him, and Clayface like, is like struggling to run. Yeah. The hey, do you do you want some help, man? Yeah. He's like, I don't need your help. Yeah. And so he just like yeah, he's struggling to just walk down the street, and Batman just in no real rush until mm-hmm. he what gets like he's like dive out of the way of a car and that keeps him on the ground for long enough for Clayface to, like sludge his way into the car and drive off.
1: No, so he he goes into an alleyway and then Clayface throws something at him and while he's kind of distracted or disoriented, his girlfriend slash assistant well, pulls up in her car. Yeah, his doctor yeah. pulls up in her car. And saves uh, him. Yeah. And they just drive off. Batman Learns that Clayface is dissolving. He can't keep his structural integrity anymore. Um, And we go back to the doctor who kind of has this interesting machine. And I wanted to ask you what you think it's doing to him.
0: Okay. Yeah. So because Clayface basically gets into it in his like weird amorphous state and then it presses down on him Mm -hmm. and he comes out of it. um,
1: Looking like a Mazo from the Justice
0: League. Exactly. Yeah. Like so like perfectly defined shape um like imagine those like little wooden statues you can buy like at craft places that so you can pose them you can you, like do freelance like for free hand <clears> drawing <throat> yeah. it looks like that kind of i think it's encasing him okay actually okay i think i know what it does i think it just um i think it's basically a play-doh machine mm-hmm. that shapes him and then i think the chemical she pumps in helps him retain that shape yeah i think it's a two-step process right well, we don't have the chemical yet. No, there is. There's a chemical at, at the beginning, and then there's an isotope later on that's even more effective, right? Yeah, because it start, she does pump like a chemical into like, his oh, forehead yeah, I guess and that's neck, true.
1: yeah, 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 weird spots.
0: So I think that's what it is. I think it basically just like he can hold that shape for a little while, and the chemical helps him retain mm-hmm. it. Sure. What did you think was going on there? Because it was a little ambiguous.
1: Yeah, uh, I like the. I didn't think of the casing idea. It, it might be interesting if there was like a thin. Like layer of something that actually held him in because he knocks on his chest and it's hard. Oh, that's right. And at one point later, he like busts out of it. So maybe yeah. it is encasing
0: him in some sort of like shell. Or my may-
1: thought was um, either uh, flash freezing his outer layer, uh-huh. uh, so it actually makes a case of himself. Yeah. Or doing something to harden it in some oh, form.
0: It might. Weirdly enough, this might just be a giant toaster, like yeah. a giant oven, right? That because, was, that was, yeah. yeah, that was my idea. Um, if you think about it, it just. Yeah, I mean, if you heat up clay, it becomes a pot. So maybe that's what it is.
1: Yeah. But then he can still move free. I don't know. He can't transform in this shape, so he yeah, has to break it out of that it way to have his transforming powers back.
0: Yeah. So it kind of helps him stay there. And so the, this doctor, like, we get—we don't really know why she's helping him, nor does Batman. And then we get the backstory of she's like watching one of Matt Hagen Clayface's old movies, um, and in the movie he is basically rescued by a beautiful doctor and falls in love with her. And so I guess that's kind of what they're setting her up as.
1: Yeah. Um, she wants this movie to be a reality.
0: Yeah. But it's like, they set her up as like this lovelorn,
1: obsessive female fan. Mm-hmm.
0: Didn't quite work for me.
1: Eh, it, it was fine. I, I got the side that he, he knows that and he's using her. Yeah. After we see the clip from the movie, he says the same line to her yeah. right afterwards. I don't know. <clears throat> also, it, did you did you like the little sneak in at the WB logo? I did at the, uh, the closing at the end credits of the, the movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, it reminded me of watching like uh, like Casablanca, like that old fashioned, just like the p- logo pops up kind of at right. the end. It was great. Um, but yeah, so the and so one of the other movie references, the doctor, her name is Stella, right? So yep. from sc- Streetcar Named Desire, but she's also her last name is Bates, Norman oh, yeah, Bates from probably. Psycho, and mm-hmm. Batman even makes a comment about how she used to own a motel that she sold off to make. Oh, I missed that. So there's like, yeah, there's an actual reference, kind of, an oblique reference, the, the Bates Motel. That's hilarious. Yeah. Good for them.
1: Yeah, weirdly
0: put in here for weird kind of weird reference. Yeah, no but reason good for whatsoever. There's, there's really no connection between Psycho and this at all. Um, but so Batman figures out who is who helping him, is, who yeah. she is, goes to I, stop I him. did
1: love Alfred trying to, going through all of the. Oh, my the God, right? Magazines. He, yeah. Being like, None of his girlfriends are smart. Yeah, right. <laughs> like he only dates <laughs> the dumb ones, um, and he's like, "Oh, but movies." And you find out, yeah, that she isn't a girlfriend. She was the uh, what did I wrote it down? Um, oh, the, the consultant, um, yeah, the medical consultant on on the movie where the where he was saved by the woman.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. So Batman shows up at, at her house and basically stops this machine, this like isotope that uh clayface stole from wayne enterprises that's supposed to cure him and she just like i love she just like charged that batman he like steps out of the way and she just crashes into a whole bunch of like lab equipment and glassware and stuff yeah i don't know what she was uh, trying to accomplish there i don't know but i i do love it, though because then clayface like basically sucks batman into his body and is gonna like
1: st- suffocate uh, him suffocate him
0: yeah and I guess this was kind of another reference, too. It's like there's like a bit of a chest buster thing going on like from mm-hmm. Alien where Batman's yeah. trying to break out of. Yeah, I did like that a lot. Yeah, but I did love his actual, Batman's actual method of getting out, which he just launches his grapple gun through Clayface's head and pulls right. himself out.
1: That was actually really cool. Well, uh, what is it? Teen Titans does this a lot with... Um... Oh, I hate that I have to look up who this villain is because I <gasps> forgot. What he was only in three episodes, and I can it, I can tell you exactly which episodes they were. You have forgotten the name of recurring villain in Teen Titans. Barely recurring, three episodes. Three episodes. That is that two is... in season one and one in season four. All right. Did you know that off the top of your head, or did you just figure that out? No, it's DVD? still it's still searching. Okay. I know that off the top of my head. It's episode three. <laughs> he's in. He's the big purple monster with the green pus things, and he only can come alive when his human is uh, awake and so they constantly have to put him to sleep driving me crazy that I can't remember his name I don't even remember that guy exactly because he was only in three episodes Uh, it begins with the P Um, Gizmo Madam Rogue Mad Mod uh, Ding Dong Daddy love Ding Dong Daddy Uh, Cinderblock no 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 God damn it it's not in this oh it's fine. Uh, we'll get there time, eventually. Fill in time. That's fine. We're just fill in time. <laughs> I don't care about the trending articles. God damn it. C-D-E-F-J-R... Nope. Missed it. P... Plasmus. What? Plasmus. Plasmus. Okay. I don't I even remember him. have a him. picture of him. Yeah. Because he's only three episodes. But you remembered him. Yeah. He was great. <laughs> Sorry. So he does the same thing that, that, that Clayface does where all the all the physical titan fighters try and attack him but he just like absorbs the punches this guy oh that guy yeah okay you know for that audio medium
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's he's a big like no he's like got no real face right it's like a big golem kind of monster with like green bubbles over the top of his head yeah he's awesome yeah um but yeah, so Batman and Clayface keep tussling, and they eventually fall over the cliff. And Clayface lands in the water, and we assume he's basically just going to dissolve. He dissolves, yeah. And then I really thought there was going to be some sort of tag at the end to be
1: like, "Oh, but he's you know still alive somewhere." Nope, nope. I mean, this is two for two where Clayface has died now. But there was a he died. Yeah, there he, was a
0: tag in the last one. Though, yeah, because yeah, he left a shell behind. It was this one? It's like, oh. oh, he's actually dead. He's just gone
1: even though he'll be back eventually. Mm -hmm. I don't know when he comes back. The only other Clayface episode I know of is the sad one where it's... In the new Batman Adventures. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right, with, with with Tim Robin. Yeah, it's the little girl. Yeah,
0: that's a great episode. I know, I'm
1: excited for that one.
0: Yeah, ways down the line. Great episode.
1: Um... Uh, you know what, maybe I was a little harsh in this episode. It's actually it's pretty solid. Uh, yeah, I think it's fun. It's but got some heart behind it. My biggest complaint about this episode, and I don't know if it's because like I watched it too early and I wasn't like I don't know, I wasn't used to the world yet. Uh but the the like squishing sound, I don't I don't think they had that sound effect in the first episode. When he's like walking around? When he whenever he's transforming and it's oh, that the... weird <laughs> Yeah. That like my skin was crawling it's when, a weird when sound. it started. Cause like yeah he's he's falling apart he's not hard clay anymore yeah it like uh, so it goopy. makes sense for them to have this like squishing sound when he's trying to transform but yeah especially the scene when he's on the train oh, and he melts yeah. from the woman state to just like a generic clay state yeah like, just, oh that was disgusting it's really gross yeah
0: I love like as people are vacuuming the train car one guy's like oh my god it smells so bad like what would it, it's
1: it's clay what the fuck is it yeah. It's a train in Gotham. That's
0: true. Yeah, there are worse things on that train than a guy melting. Let's be perfectly honest. Yeah,
1: the smell probably isn't even from him.
0: No, it's definitely not. If anything, he's probably mopping it up. Yeah, as he squishes around. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's actually a pretty good episode, I guess. Yeah, I don't I know. had I, fun with it. Yeah, I don't know if I put it on my must-watch list, but it's on. It's 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 better. It's better than we've been getting a lot of recently. Mm-hmm. Um, any other uh, points of conversation about? Uh, it's nice to
1: see Batman still trying to be compassionate to villains. Yeah, he's still trying. Uh, so la- I think last week or two weeks ago, we talked about how he just kind of stopped that for a little bit. Oh, yeah. He was just being a real dick. Yeah. And this one, like, yeah, he's fighting with Clayface. But, like, in the end, you still see him reach and try and save him. Yeah. And my big thing was, why didn't he just, like, freeze him? He has he has freezing bombs or whatever. Uh, if he would oh. frozen him before he fell in the water, he would. But no, stayed in a he, he
0: pulls out his freeze like spray, and Clayface knocks it out a window.
1: Yeah, fine. Yeah, fine. Can't be too convenient. <sighs> yes, you can. It's Batman.
0: Yeah, it's Batman. But no, it's it's uh, you know it's actually it is pretty solid. Mm-hmm. It's been good episodes this week. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, you said you've been watching a lot of. Have you been watching a couple of Japanese movies? A lot what, of movies. What, what are your bat um, plugs for the week here? So
1: there's this studio called Studio Madhouse, okay. which does some of my favorite uh, kind of anime movies. They, I Did I make you watch Red Line? I can't remember. No. Oh. You've threatened it, but I haven't I actually have watched watch it Line. yet. Uh, if you want a straight agen- adrenaline shot into your bloodstream, watch Red Line. Okay. Um, but no, I, I realize there's a lot of their movies that I haven't watched recently, and mm-hmm. so I'm just kind of going back through and... Trying to cross off as many as I can. I watched uh, Wolf Children uh, this past weekend, or two days ago. Okay. Which was nominated for Best Picture in 2011 or 2012. Oh, okay. Not Best Picture, sorry. Best Animated. Right, yeah. Um, Beautiful film. It was... Uh, Madhouse is so good. They just make the most beautiful fucking movies. Um, yeah, that one was really good. It's funny to see how Japan... Takes on those like creature. It's a. It's basically about um, uh, a woman marrying a werewolf, and they have werewolf pups. Okay, and having to deal with raising them as human and as wolves because they can't awesome. like control the transformation. Yeah, yeah, and it's. I love seeing how their take on the werewolf compared to ours. Mm-hmm. Whereas ours Ooh, are always yeah. seen as kind of these evil creatures. Um, like everyone hates them, and they can only transform one like only only on the full moon they have no more control yeah
0: whereas in their human form they have rippling abs
1: of course yeah Yeah. Um, whereas uh, this movie takes it as a stance of like it's this almost like small tribe of people that were born with the ability to transform more weirdly enough it's a lot closer to the twilight werewolves okay um which I, I know nothing about well I mean they can just transform at will Oh okay. I've um, never
0: read or seen Twilight. I've
1: so. i I saw the first two, I think. I well, remember. we know you didn't read them. Oh god, so. no. There's no pictures. <laughs> um Yeah, they can they can transform at will, but you know, they're it's the two pups and so they yeah. they don't know how to really Aww. control it. And it's it's just adorable. Yeah. And it's I thought it was going to be like a really sad movie, and I was very, very happy that it wasn't. Oh good, okay. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes you just can't handle
0: something. Like, it, especially animation somehow seems always,
1: almost hit
0: harder. Yeah.
1: Sometimes it's, I don't know why, but... Especially when it's, like, animated animals. Yeah. Like oh, Lion King. Oh, oh, Lion King. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll I'll say, I'll say wolf, wolf Children is my big plug for this week. Okay. Oh, and then, uh, Kong Island, or Kong Skull Island. You saw it? Yeah. Where the fuck was my invitation, man? It was late. You know, I go see movies kind of whenever I want. But it was good? It was, it was interesting. It was good. Okay. Yes, it was good. Um... It felt like it's hard to explain because the cinematography was so odd. Okay. It felt like a big video game cutscene. Oh, weird. With how they set up some of their shots, but huh. I enjoyed it. It was, it was a fun movie, very colorful. Yeah, it's been getting way better reviews than I expected. I kind
0: of no interest in it until I started saying like, "Oh, it's actually."
1: Yeah, I, I wasn't planning on seeing it. Yeah. And then Thursday night, I'm just like, I have nothing else to do. Okay. Um, yeah. I should I should go see it. I, I I recommend it. It, okay. was, it was a fun movie. Uh, Tom Hiddleston and Brie Larson are fantastic. Ah, oh, the Hiddles. Yep. Um, yeah, those, those those are my plugs. What have you been watching, reading, listening to? Um,
0: I've been catching up on Thirty Rock on Netflix. Okay. I, I watched like the first five seasons many years ago. I'm like, oh, I should go back and finish
1: it out. It, it's great. I love it.
0: And then, uh, oh, I've been playing Grand Theft Auto V, which I... Oh,
1: I, yeah, learning the maps of L.A. Yeah,
0: exactly. Because I, I started playing it years ago. And I, weirdly enough, despite loving Grand Theft Auto, I just didn't stick with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and back when it was still on uh, the 360, not on the Xbox One. So I finally got the copy on the Xbox One. And it is fun. Like, it, it's weird playing it now that I live in L.A. and seeing, like, what the similarities and the differences are. Yeah. They're, like, especially their uh, recreation of, like, Santa Monica and the pier and stuff is crazy accurate.
1: Oh, um, sure.
0: Yeah, because it's all, it's all just kind of, like, like shrunk down and miniaturized and, like, huge stretches of neighborhoods are kind of pulled out. But it's all basically there. And, That's, like, the, uh. some of the very specific details are really, really accurate. So it's... I don't know it's kind of fun, mm-hmm. but Grand Theft Auto like there's a, a brief relearning curve on that. Like the <laughs> first time you get in a car, you haven't played in a long time, you are just squirreling in all over the road, and I'm flying back to being like actually pretty good. <laughs> I don't. Know. It's it's fun. I'm really enjoying I it. I haven't
1: I haven't played a Grand Theft Auto game in years. I used to watch my roommate play. Okay. I never played it myself.
0: Yeah, it's it's good. I have to say I am I am enjoying it. Uh, it's probably gonna eat up
1: a lot of my time. That's fine. That's what games are supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I haven't bought Breath of the Wild yet. What's that? The new Zelda game. Oh, the okay. Just came out. Do you have a Switch? No. I okay. Uh, but no. Apparently, it, I think it also came out on Wii U. Oh, did it? Uh, yeah. But I work from home, so I can't do that right now. It's too risky. Yep. I know. Because I know my problems. <laughs> I am what eight months, eight or ten months video game sober now. Seriously? Yeah. Well, but you're excluding DDR. Yeah, because that's, that's not a game, that's a lifestyle. Okay, fair enough. It's a workout. <laughs> you know what? I've seen you play. It is a workout.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Always entertaining to watch. Um, I think that's basically it, right?
1: Yeah. Any other plugs or anything? Um, no. When this comes out, it's come out uh, Tuesday. Um, keep an eye out for Tolkien Takeaway. Our oh, that's right. Asilius, yeah, uh, has you're on an podcast. episode. Yeah, and I'm gonna, I'm about to record an episode with him. And I'm excited. Oh, that's great. We're gonna compare and contrast the, uh, some, some stuff.
0: Yeah, I think you'll find uh, when you get to be a guest in someone else's podcast, you don't have to do any work.
1: Oh yeah, I'm excited for that. It
0: is so much better. So even when we went to go and do Logan. I went in with that mindset. Like, I have been working all day. I was fucking exhausted. And I thought I would have to do no work. I'm like, okay, Chris, you lead this one. I'm like, shit. <laughs> I don't have the energy, guys. I just want to turn my brain off. Right. It's, it's much better. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Nice. Yeah, so go check out Tolkien Takeaway. Um, yeah, I'll include that in, like, the show notes. They're all posted on our, our, our platforms. So yeah, also and post I think uh, it might be. Sam's ep-
1: yeah, 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 yeah. On. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it might be a week after this comes out. Yeah, it might it be a little bit of time. But uh, yeah. Keep an eye out for it. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, I think that wraps it up for us. Um, we are at Tim Talk Pod on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. I'm at Lord Ofer, an O, not an I, uh, on all those same things.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, it's, that still blows my mind that I never caught that it's a combination of your first and last name.
0: It's yeah. It's, I mean, it's kind of subtle. I mean, who would?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can find me at Cameron.Dexter on Instagram and not Twitter because I don't have a Twitter. I'm a visual person, not a, not a letters person.
0: It's fine. Everyone's got their skill sets. Yep. Yeah. And thank God you're a visual person because I, I have to give you credit on air for your Vertigo art from last week. Oh, stop. Fucking awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Like every every time we have this, like these random spinoff episodes, I'm like you know, oh he'll just do something kind of cool. No, you just keep getting better and better shit. I, I, that one might be my favorite. I know I tell you that like almost every other week. Like, <laughs> Cameron, this is my new favorite one. Fucking love the Vertigo art, man. Thank
1: you. If only he was a recurring villain. I know. Ah, right? uh, uh, for shame.
0: Anyways, I think that does it for us. Uh, So thanks, guys. Look out for all of our other random podcasts we're somehow connected with. Yeah. And uh, thanks. Bye. Bye. The Nerdist School
1: Network. For
0: class and show information, visit nerdistschool.com.